was enjoying the music. It was originally recorded in 1957, but it wasn't released until 1961. That's Thelonious Monk with the late great John Coltrane. If you're curious about uh, Thelonious Monk's work, uh, you can find it on the Spotify. And the spelling, if you aren't familiar with his name, is T-H-E-L-O-N-I-O-U-S, Monk, M-O-N-K, Thelonious Monk. Unique individual. His compositions were largely improvisational and rather unorthodox approach to piano playing. He's highly regarded as um, one of the most influential um, jazz composers, uh, shortly falls in line after Duke Ellington, where it's kind of unique in that Duke Ellington had written over a thousand compositions, whereas um, Thelonious Monk had only uh, written about 70 pieces of music in total. Now, mind you, um, the parts, the pieces, the, the, the songs that he did write uh, are monumental in the jazz world. Some standout ones are Round Midnight, Blue Monk, Straight No Chaser, In Walk Bud, Well You Needn't, and the tune you just heard, Ruby My Dear. So, I want to go now to um, the city of Toronto uh, to play a song written about Las Vegas by a gentleman of the name of Gil Evans. Gill is sadly no longer with us. He passed away at the age of 75 in 1988. But he was a giant in the jazz world, pianist, arranger, composer, and bandleader. Widely recognized as one of the greatest orchestrators in jazz. Played an important role in the development of cool jazz, modal jazz, free jazz, and jazz fusion. He has an album out that if you seek it out, you can find it, where he does jazz versions arrangements of Jimi Hendrix songs. They're all quite brilliant, but that's not what I'm going to play for you today. Today I want to play uh, a particular track that I enjoy from an album called uh, titled uh, The Individualism of Gil Evans. This was recorded for the Verve label in 1964. Features his big band arrangements of uh, five original compositions, uh, two it co-written with Miles Davis, and compositions by Kurt Weill, Bob Doro, John Lewis, and Willie Dixon. So, um, this particular song is one that he wrote himself. This is Las Vegas Tango from Gil Evans. Thank you. 
music, I forget to turn my microphone back on. I was talking away into the ether. So that uh, record, uh, Gil Evans, The Individualism of Gil Evans, released in 1964 on the Verve label label with uh, big band arrangement. The album received um, four stars from All Music Review from Scott Yano, and it's um, highly recommended to Gil Evans fans. So it's a pity he did not record more during this era. Brilliant, um, brilliant composer, brilliant writer, or a pianist, <laughs> arranger, uh, band leader. His um, compositions he co-wrote and collaborated with Miles Davis are quite possibly what he's most remembered for, but thankfully he left us a, a wealth of music after he passed. Uh, and he got more and more experimental as he is, uh, as he aged. Um, the jazz fusion thing was something that he really started to explore. As I said, he did an entire album of Jimi Hendrix covers, which nobody had ever done that before. I don't think it's been done since. So now I want to play you a magnificent composition by um, an artist I was lucky enough to see a few years ago at the Jazz Fest here in Ottawa. McCoy Tyner, who sadly passed away uh, March of this year. I was, like I said, lucky enough to get to see him in concert, and uh, he put on a masterwork of a performance. He toured right up until, I think, November of uh, 2019. Um, I don't... Uh, what he, he, uh, I'm trying to see what... Uh, I don't have anything to determine what, uh, how he passed away. There's nothing that tells me. It just says that he died at his home in northern New Jersey at the age of 81. Um, that's it. I don't know uh, if he was ill or what the case was. But yes, an absolute uh, landmark pianist, Mr. McCoy Tyner. From uh, the album The Real McCoy, which, let's face it, that's a great name for a record. Um, it's the recording featuring John Coltrane, um, Joe Henderson, Ron Carter, and Evan Jones. This particular song is titled uh, Contemplation. Please enjoy The Real McCoy.
Um, but her first album, released in 1993, Steppin' Out, was rather monumental, and it was noticed by everyone in the industry at the time. Her third album, All For You, a dedication to the Nat King Cole trio, was nominated for a Grammy, and um, it stayed on the jazz charts for over a year, which is really quite something to consider in, in you know, again... It's not an easy, um, it's not an easy industry to be in. So I think I was first introduced to her. It must have been about 1995, I believe. It might have been 94. No, my goodness, it would have been 93, actually. It was her first album, Stepping Out. When I was introduced to her, it was, like I said, Bill Cosby brought her out on stage at a, uh, an awards show. It might have been the Grammys, because I don't think it was uh, the American Music Awards. That's largely pop music, and they don't tend to feature any other artists on that program. So yeah, it must have been the Grammys when I first saw her. See this six-foot-tall, blonde-haired woman sit behind the piano. She was quite young at the time, and just start playing magnificently, and then singing with that oversoul-sultry voice of hers. She's been married to um, Elvis Costello since uh, 2003. They have uh, twin sons. And uh, they were married at uh, Elton John's estate just outside of London. She is a uh, officer of the Order of Canada and a member of the Order of British Columbia. Brilliant player. Has a total of, I think, uh, 18 albums out. Last one in 2018. Um, this I, I chose this particular song because it's kind of whimsical and fun. But at the same time, it's a jazz stand-in. It's a classic that I've loved since the first time I heard it. It was a completely different version, of course, by a completely different artist, but this one I quite like. So please enjoy Frim Fram Sauce from Diana Krall's album, All For You.
Again, why I keep the notes set aside. I don't know everything there is to know. But I do want to play this uh, particular song. It's titled Cooking at the Continental. It is not an original composition. Uh, But I do like the song a great deal. So, without any further ado, Vancouver's own The Nightcrawlers with Cooking at the Continental. Thank you. 
Recorded and uh, written by Horace Silver in 1959 from the album Finger Poppin' with the Horace Silver Quintet. That composition you just heard was a slightly different arrangement than the original. The original composition was about uh, half that length. But it's jazz, so you feel free to change things up as you see fit. Horace uh, Silver passed away in 2014 at the age of 85 after having a very long career. He was uh, known particularly for his hard bop style of jazz, which he really did help to pioneer in in the 1950s. Uh, He had worked heavily with uh, Stan Getz as well. So the Nightcrawlers, um, they only have a couple of compositions, um, um, original compositions. Most of what they're doing is jazz standards, but... They do have a fine selection available to you on um, Spotify, so if you like what you just heard, please, by all means, seek it out. There's some really good things to find in there. So today, I hope you enjoyed our Sunday sojourn into jazz. I'll try and do a supplemental jazz version every Sunday if I can find the time. And, I mean, let's be frank, till we go back to work, I think I've got the time to do it. So I hope you've enjoyed today's show. I'll be back later with some rock and roll at some point in the day. I don't know when, and I haven't even begun to put that list together yet. But that's okay. 
we'll be fine. Anyway, take care, and I hope to see you soon. Bye.